Welcome to Long Lost Brothers, the podcast devoted to fitness, creativity, self-improvement, and the overall acquisition of betterment. My name is Brett Scott. And I'm Jesse Cole. And we are the Long Lost Brothers. Jesse, we're, we're 20 episodes deep. Dude, that's fucking like 6.7 dog years. <laughs> that's it's crazy though like I, I don't think I've ever been this consistent with something like week after week um, it's because um, we have such a toxic relationship we just can't let it go it could be that it could be that <laughs> or it could be that we're having such a good time that we actually look forward to doing this every week but it's the, sh- it's, the, it's, the, it's, the it's the honey boy holding us together a, Listen, I think it's open to interpretation. We either have a mental illness here, some codependency <laughs> issues, or shit, we're just having a good time. Man, I think it's all the above. Yeah. But man, but if you think about it, this podcast, it's kind of just like when me and you was both, uh, you know, uh, driving for a living. Mm. It kind of just be our, uh, our three to five, man. Just, you know. That's true. We would just call each other up and just kind of bullshit Please. sometimes. Yeah, we had the Bluetooth. By the Bluetooth truck, I was calling my guy until the reception ran out. The second we were talking about that two G life, that was our first hashtag. Hashtag two G life. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, because we kept losing connection so often, <laughs> and like every time, I remember you had just moved into a, a house and had no Wi Fi and shit. And um, mm-hmm, yeah. like, I, I would suggest shit for you to watch. You're like, bro, I can't watch it. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. You're living that two G life. Yeah, yeah, man. I was like. Uh, I'm so glad for unlimited data and Wi-Fi. Man. Dude, I think I just got the uh, title to this episode right there. 2G Life, son. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with a Y. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so, so yeah, so what, what, what's good to with you, Brett? We always start with what's up with Jesse. What's up with Brett? What, uh, talk to me. Talk to uh, me. Oh, shit, man. Okay. Uh, damn, I've been watching some shows. I've been watching some movies. Uh, let me see. I'm caught up on the Mandalorian. Did you get caught up on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty good, pretty good. Like that episode three was like it was like the shortest episode they've ever made, but it was dope, yeah. wasn't it? They had the Mando Commandos. Yeah, dude, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, am I tripping or um, was that kind of girl Mandalorian kind of hot, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, like like, like they kind of hot, like like Ronda Rousey hot, where it's like it's not really hot, but she beat your ass, so be hot. Yeah, you just wait because uh, hopefully next week they're gonna have a. I don't know if it's gonna be next week or not, but the I don't know if you ever watched the the, the Clone Wars, the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, I'm into it. Okay, well they're bringing Ahsoka Tano into the show. Oh, yeah. I, my brain went a whole different place, y'all. Just wait next week. I was like, "What's going to take off all that armor and show them?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Star Wars. The last I heard was still aimed at kids, but you never know. They might do some sort of adult version. Yeah, Jeffrey Epstein was aimed at kids too. Um, <laughs> and <I'm laughs> what was that? A breaking symbol? Yeah, that was, that was me trying to do a, a fucking, uh, whatever. I fell on the drum, the snare drum, but, uh, so yeah. you did, you did the it was, snare, it was, but, but it broke. But, it, but, it, but the joke was so bad, it, it just totally bonded in itself. <laughs> Dude, so, yeah. uh, so, so they're, they're bringing Ahsoka Tano on, and, um, Rosario Dawson is playing Ahsoka Tano, I guess. So that's interesting. Nice. Yeah. That's him. I can dig it. So I'm looking forward to that. that that's something that people have been talking about for a while. Like, Mando's been, Mando has been consistently killing it. Yeah. I actually, um, so far there hasn't been a wall. Like last season, there was a couple episodes where I'm like, all right, what are we going? What are we doing? I haven't you know? been upset with it at all. I, yeah. I mean, search finish, to Yeah. Well, this season for sure, I think even it ticked it up a notch. You know what's crazy I, about that I show? Really, hold on. Let me tell you. My Go favorite ahead. thing is, the primary villain is also the primary villain from Breaking Bad. Oh, I know. That dude's so good. Yeah. I love that dude. Yeah, Los Hermanos. Chicken. Los Hermanos. The Puerto de Los... What is yeah. it? Um, Los Hermanos. Okay. Los yeah, Los Hermanos. Puerto <laughs> de Los Dos Hermanos. Have, whatever. Two, two brothers chicken. Yes. 
in Spanish, uh, which I use kind of speak, but not now. So I don't use this enough. So what was I saying? What was I saying about Mandalorian? You were saying uh, that there's some bad bitch about to come and be one of the clone wars. Yeah, yeah. Ahsoka Tano is going to be on there. Oh, but um, this season has really like kicked it up a notch. Like, I feel like. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I was going to say. Um, do you it's realize you the best sci-fi show ever right now? It's pretty fucking good, man. Like, uh, did you check this out? I wonder if you know this. There are no actual outdoor sets on the Mandalorian. It is one hundred percent digital and green screen like every single set you see in that show is fake that's believable because them even trying to be like how much money would it cost to fly all the midgets that play them little sand people out to a desert somewhere I thought you were going to say out to another galaxy to film on location. I'm not that dumb. Dude, how much would it cost to fly these motherfuckers to the outer rim? No, um, but, but seriously, like, that's a big difference. Um, even though it feels like the old, like, 70s and 80s Star Wars, um, the big difference is there's no shots on location. It's all in a studio, every single bit of it. It's kind of crazy, but it's just, like, super believable. When they're, like, doing shit out in the desert, it, it feels like they're in the desert. Like, shit's come a long way. Yeah. The the best scene so far, I think, is when the fucking, uh, the whatever dragon fucking popped out of the fucking top of the mountain was all pissed off, spitting that acid on him. Yeah, that was cool. There's, um, twice now. The little spider thing part was cool, too. Twice now, this show has, um, it has shown one of the Mandalorians get swallowed by something and then fly out of its mouth. Like, um, and we also, we got Boba Fett at the end of an episode, like a while back, the first yeah. episode. Um, so people were like, how did he survive fucking being eaten by that, you know, sand creature thing in, in, uh, in, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Like he died in that, or in Return of the Jedi, he gets eaten by this big fucking sand monster thing. It's like, oh, uh, they're telling us right here exactly how he probably got out of that. Like, <laughs> right. I don't know. Right. Like, I mean, Baby Yoda got ate by something. Oh, I don't know. Spoilers, but. That's all right, man. If people, I, I think most people are watching it when it drops. I know I am. Yeah. I just watched it, so I'm actually the one that was sleeping on it. Dude, uh, I did watch a crazy ass movie recently, though. Um, it's another Robert Pattinson movie. Uh, I'm on a Robert Pattinson kick now. And yeah. like my subscribers on YouTube keep like hit, hitting me up with like more, like, <laughs> like I'll do a review that is like a Robert Pattinson movie. And they'll be like, Oh, Hey, you should watch this movie with Robert Pattinson. Uh, so, so I've been like watching all these Robert Pattinson movies, but, um, I watched the movie good time last week, which is crazy. Wild, wild ass movie. Um, awesome. Good time. Good time? Yeah, I can't tell you exactly what it is, but I'll tell you that the, the main point is that Robert Pattinson is trying to break his mentally handicapped brother out of jail. Um, uh, and, I didn't watch that. And the episode, or the, the movie also involves a 20-ounce bottle of LSD. Fuck. Yeah, it's a crazy movie. Dude. It gets wild. Um, but then... Uh, That's just a lot the of LSD. So the other day I watched uh, another Pattinson movie called The Lighthouse. With he's, he's not bad. He got all that that uh, that sparkle vampire money. And yeah, he's just doing like all the all the like artsy fartsy stuff he wants. I mean, he's gonna come back as Batman. Yeah, well, he's he's a quality actor. Like the the Twilight bullshit, like yeah, well, he it, is a fuck it, man. It doesn't do him any justice. It kind of sucks that you know. But that, that's, that's what people judge him by, oh, unfortunately. And she's just so kind, and you know, Bella, you need to just um, whatever makes you happy, babe. Yeah. It's like it's kind of whole vibe, you know, it's just like just passive aggressive. But I'm a vampire, and I can fly with you on my back. Shit, yeah. Like, I think he's, Superman is like the biggest simp ever. Yeah, he just misunderstood Jesse. He's just a misunderstood guy. I haven't slept in three centuries. So I, I watched The Lighthouse. So The Lighthouse is him and Willem Dafoe. And it's fucking crazy. It's like dark 
it takes place back in the like 1840s or something. Yeah. Uh, something crazy. I mean, 1890. I don't know. Yeah, dude. He's so good in this movie, especially. He's like good everything, man. But like, it's this movie where these, these two light keepers, um, are manning this lighthouse, you know, out on this Island off of like, and they're getting together. Broke back mountain. Yeah. Broke back mountain too. Is it? Broker back mountain. Nah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, no, it's, it's like this crazy, uh, it's almost like a horror film, like suspense thriller. And I like that. it's like these, these two guys slowly descend into madness because they're like, uh, isolated on this Island right. and they can't, you know, there's, uh, I think they break the clock at one point. So they have no semblance of like how long they've been on the Island waiting for reinforcements how, uh, what time of day it is. Like, it's oh, no. yeah. It, and they Dude, basically, they slowly no. turn mad. Knowing what time it is, is like my magic power. Oh yeah. Like, I'm, I think I have a mutant ability. Like any times when like, what time it is, I can guess within like 20 minutes of what time it is. Almost always. Yeah. I can, I can maybe guess within the hour if I'm outside on a sunny day. No, I mean, like, my wife would be like, what time is it? I'd be like, it's probably like 8.46. It'd be like 8.44. Like, that's without looking at my clock for, like, forever. That's awesome. I, I yeah, listen, I love reading Jack, uh, Jack Reacher books, and uh, Jack Reacher has that same thing. Like, he, he has a internal clock in his head. He always knows yeah. exactly, exactly what time I it is. Like that. I feel like if that's my superhero power, I have the lamest fucking superpower ever. It's less useful than manifesting Mountain Dew. I'd rather manifest. <laughs> You'd rather be able to manifest Mountain Dew than be able to tell what time it is. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> well, shit. Other than that, man, um, what else been going on? You've been uh, watching, you've been creating a lot of content. Yeah, yeah, just just been staying super busy, like oh, writing you shit. You dropped a hard ass podcast with uh, Mr. El Juan, El Juan Salgado. El, why you got an extra Spanish his name, bro? <laughs> this, this, dude, nah, Juan Salgado is awesome, dude. He's he's um, I don't know him a long time. He's, he's cool as shit. Yeah, um, uh, that was actually a really fun podcast, man. Like no, uh, that was good. Juan Salgado is such a good speaker, and it's cool to hear him talk about something besides podcasting. The way you interviewed him was really interesting. That. And, uh, yeah, it was enjoyable. I listened start to finish. Yeah, yeah like, uh, so my, my kind of, I didn't really have a goal going into that, like, interviewing him. But I knew that my interest in talking to him was more about um, yeah. his, his entrepreneurial ventures, like him starting a business and how he does that. Yeah. And, and also his, like, self-improvement uh, stuff that he uses. Yeah. So I, it was like, he, he's a powerlifting coach. But yeah, that's like our interview. There's hardly anything about powerlifting because it's all about creativity and like how he creates and writes oh, and yeah. shit. And I mean, I mean, anybody knows and knows he's a beast. You know, like I mean, he weighs, he weighs like a buck fifty five and he's pulling like five plates, something like that, right? Yeah, no joke, it's no joke. Like, he, like he's a monster, dude. Like yeah, I got a lot of love for one. I I. I I like uh, the thing he calls the grocery store, the Grosh. And I've, uh, oh, yeah. I've adopt- yeah, I stole that from like three years ago and told him I was going to say that from now on. I'm trying to make it as funny in Washington as well. The Grosh. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't stuck, but I still say it. Um, so, what have you been doing, man? Like, I know you've been training like a madman, running and lifting. Yeah, um, essentially just that and working, um, writing a little bit on my book. Been oh, trying yeah. to keep trying to get a couple keystrokes in, a couple couple pages on the old uh, old horror story I'm writing. Nice. Yeah, um it's going swimmingly. Or I I think so, but I'm um it's kinda conceding there again, so of course I think whatever mine is fucking God's gift to the earth. But uh, <laughs> a little biased. A little biased. <laughs> I'm a little biased, but uh, you know, I'm I'm trying to be real real uh, detailed and keep putting on the little extra jazz on stuff. Um, but yeah, man, uh, just training real hard that fucking, um, that K-Day killed me. Um, I also, man, I woke up this morning to news that, um, 
the we're going back to phase one. We're we're going back to lockdown for COVID in Washington that's, State. That's insane. Yeah, I made a whole podcast about it. It was kind of mostly just me being a crybaby, but oh my god! Yeah, I don't. I don't I'm not looking forward to to going back into like lockdown yeah. status at all. That's the shit I don't like. For and real. people are and people are just like we're just a bunch of fucking baboons, man. Mm-hmm. People don't fucking get it. It's like they're already winning. Like I just drove by the Walmart. And it's like they're already back to only having one door open with the. It's like you guys are fucking idiots. All the toilet paper already sold out. I didn't go in. I'm like, I got toilet paper. I'll fucking whatever. I'll figure the fuck out. Bro, I'm like, I'm like, most of you motherfuckers still have fucking toilet paper left over from the last time you bought all the toilet paper. You fucking morons. Bro, you got you've got to invest in a bidet. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you're saying that. That's yeah, dude, but dude, it's a lifesaver, and, and I'm, also I'm, it feels really I'm good. good. I I know about a bidet, man. I know <laughs> all about it. Now nah, my my sister had a a, a, a beach mansion, oh, yeah. and they had a bidet. And it, yeah, but you, um, you need a little toilet paper so just to make sure you get all the blue yes. water off. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, it is nice to do so really pleasant, mm-hmm. pleasantly clean, fresh out of the shower booty hole. If you go. Yeah, my wife, uh, last time, like, when they went all the, like, stores were sold out of toilet paper, she went online and bought the only toilet paper she could find, and it was, uh, it was that, those big-ass, giant, like, industrial rolls, the super thin paper shit. Yeah, that's one of my brother-in-law's telling me, let me know, I'll get you some industrial. I might just hit him up, I might hit him up out of this podcast and just fucking Facebook him some money, but man, run me one of them industrial rolls. Dude, it lasts. Though. I think we got like three rolls, four rolls of it. Um, yeah, we ain't nowhere near out. Like we we got so much left. The last time I went to like the office store supply and bought a case from them, and it lasted like three months. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot of people in my house now. Yeah, people are silly though, man. People are just silly. Like that's the dumbest thing to hoard in the world. Like well, the, like, it's the last man. thing. I want to be giving them my secrets, but like when you go to the drive-thru and McDonald's or whatever, just be like, hey, can I get Helen napkins? That's free fucking toilet paper. Oh, yeah, for sure. Gang. Yeah, it's just doing all the poor. It's like you, unreasoning motherfuckers. All right. Uh, you want to <laughs> talk about uh, the book? You want to go ahead and get into the book review tonight? Yeah, man. Um, I'm I'm liking the book. I listened to it some, uh, some, I listened to a little bit of it yesterday. Um, I gotta, I gotta say, for me, a lot of this book just comes down to work ethic and just outworking fucking everybody, man. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I get it from it too. It's like a lot of the stuff he's saying is, you know, the the only reason I've succeeded, even though I might not be as smart or as skilled as these other people, is I just, you know, I, I put the work in. Yeah, other people will will uh, not even try or they'll try a little bit and give up and change their mind and try something different. Like, you know, but he just, uh, he, he lays it on the book as n- not having a plan B. He's like, yeah. now he's like, like in the that. military, it makes sense. You have to have a plan B because shit hits the fan. you got to have something to fall back on. He's like, but when it comes to starting a business and creating something from scratch, um, There's a rest of five nine lyric that is super relevant to that. What's that? It says my plan B is to complete plan A. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's that's like exactly what he says. He's like, I'm gonna, you know, there's no plan B. I'm just going to figure out a way to make plan A work. Well, that's yeah, man. That was dope. Yeah, I've been. Uh, uh, yeah, I gotta say this book has geared up my uh, entrepreneurial and business. Uh, my business brain. I wanted to do some other things than, than I have done. And I'm excited to, I got a couple of ventures that I'm looking into. Um, I, yeah. I, I don't want to talk about them because they don't come to fruition. I don't want to just sound like a fat mouth, but I got, I got some, a couple of things I'm, uh, I'm, I'm delving into. Okay. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, and, and some of them are altruistic and uh, com- community based, but some of them are just to see if I can just make myself some couple bucks. But uh, nothing wrong with that. You know. Oh yeah, you know. But for me, yeah, everything comes back to what are you doing for the community? What are you doing for the rest of the world and humanity in general? Right. right. 
Well, one thing about building a business and uh, making money for yourself is that you can then you're in a better position to help others. Like even if you yeah. don't, your business itself isn't the thing doing stuff for others. Like you are now in a better position to be able to give to charity, to help people out, to give people, a, you know, a, a exactly. leg up. so I don't yeah. know, I've always thought that was important. And also if you start a business and, um, you know, if, if it's a big enough business, you're going to employ people too. You're going to improve your community through stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. You know, and, uh, yeah, there's just so much that needs to be done around where I live. That, um, I've, uh, kind of, you know, made it a, a thing that I want to do to be involved in correcting some of the, the, the housing disparities, mm-hmm. the disparities, the disparagement of housing for low-income families and um you know it's like that's just something that, that's been reaching out on me and i think that i can use my, my my brain to figure out ways to help that you know on a small level and you know it doesn't gotta fucking it's not like that people look at these entrepreneurial in you know endeavors like like they gotta make a bazillion dollars. No, bro. What if you just made the same money you make at a job you hate doing something you love? Right, right. Yeah, that's something I've always like, like uh, tried to explain to people. Like, man, like, what if you don't make it big? Like, well, I ain't gotta make it big. I just gotta make it. <laughs> I, I just gotta be able to uh, stop doing stuff I don't like and make the money doing the stuff I do like. So if it's an even exchange, I'd be cool with that. Like if I could go from making $60,000 a year as a truck driver, which is what I do now to making $60,000 a year as a creator. Yeah. I'm I'm good with that. Um, Yeah. uh, One of the, that's another thing from the book too, that like is inspiring to hear is that just the way he kind of started it super grassroots with like a very small loan from the bank, you know, he didn't have like, a rich dad or anything like that. And he also didn't have like, um, some grand thing that he started like with a whole bunch, you know, like something crazy. Um, he just started it small and he just went little by little, little by little and from the ground up. I like how his dad was like, not a naysayer, but very, uh, realistic with him you know, it was that easy. Everybody do it. Yeah. You know, you'd have in, in, Something that, that, you know, he touched home with, he says, is you think all these other YouTubers and all these friends and everybody's just going to be supporting you and you're giving these huge reviews and, you know, uh, no, man, you have to be your own billboard. Right. And all and and everything you do, like you know, Christians like uh, say that like you might be the only Bible anybody ever reads, right? Right. Well, you might be the only commercial for your business anybody ever hears. If you're a douchebag, then I think everything that has to do with your fucking company is dog shit. Yeah. There used to be this guy, uh, Peter. I'll leave his last name out because I don't want to get sued by some douchebag. He was a, a, a concreter, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty good concrete. You, you put a nice finish on some concrete, had all the tools. But he was just such a fucking little cunt, fucking entitled bitch that the concrete company would not sell him concrete. Oh, damn. Because <laughs> he's just an asshole. Right, and they're like, no, you, you, if you want, like, and it is kind of like a running joke. Like, no, if you want concrete, yeah, you have to have so and so. I'm gonna leave names out of it for business reasons, but you have to have so and so calling the order of what they want because you because he just you know thinks he's hot shit, you know, and it's like, so it's like, man, and he's the only. It's like, all right, dude, you're the only billboard I ever seen for fucking Pete, fucking whatever the fuck, a concrete. You're a fucking tool, dude. I don't want you on my job site. You're irritating. You're obnoxious. You're, you're, you you know, like, nah, man. You know, yeah. so that it's like, and that's something where he's saying, uh, this is what I'm taking away. I'm making a parallel here. I'm just in a very roundabout way of saying where he's uh, talking to this bodybuilder about how to get lean for this photo shoot. He has in two weeks to promote his, his fitness supplements, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, he's got to be his own billboard and he doesn't know that much about bodybuilding at this right. point. 
in the store anyway. And uh, yeah, so it's like, you know, being, being your own uh, billboards is a huge thing um, and living by, by what you believe in. Yeah, for sure. I think like your own personal character it make, it plays a huge role in, in making something take off. Right. Like, especially nowadays when um, you have to be out there personally doing shit like social media is the platform to sell your product, whatever that product might be it's like, and having a personal relationship with like customers or uh, followers or subscribers or whatever it might be is, yeah. is like the most, probably the most important part of building your company. Like no bullshit. Like, uh, I don't know if you know, Michael Marino, that ass power lifter. I don't know. I, I mean, I barely know him at, at all, but he was, he was like, Hey dude, we're fucking guys with some deals going on t-shirts. You might grab one. I didn't need a t-shirt. Fucking bought one. You know why? Cause dude was fucking cool. Fucking yeah. like a couple of my pigs said, Hey man, did it does. See what you're doing. That's cool. You know, gas me up. I bought a t-shirt. Dude. It's a badass right. t-shirt. It's nice. Goes along with my style. You know, cool. That's part of the cool dude's company. Right. You know? Yeah, a lot of times nowadays it is that. It's like people are more supporting you um almost more than buying the product. Like they're like, I I like this guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna prop this guy up and get something in return. Like that's that's a good deal for everybody. Right, like like Bradley Martin, like BM fits like now most of his clothes are pretty nice, but originally, you know, I mean get some T shirts, cool sweats, but they weren't like Oh my God! Look at this. Must have it, you know. It's yeah. Like, they were not special. Yeah. It was like the Gildan with the fucking screen print. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I ain't mad at it, but it ain't, you know. But Bradley Martin's so cool that his cult of personality makes it. I want that BM fit shit, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, and and you know. uh I know that we're we're kind of comparing apples and oranges, Nick and uh, uh, Nick Bear and fucking uh, Bradley Martin, two different people completely. But you know, it's the same idea that they've taken their uh, their entrepreneurship, their YouTube uh, personalities, and and uh, I think Nick was already on to trying to make a fitness supplement company before he ever made a YouTube channel and stuff. I think he's already into that. Science yeah, I think, I think that's the, that's probably the biggest difference is just that, yeah, he, yeah, he, he kind of started, yeah, started the YouTube channel for promotion of the product rather than, you know, uh, being popular and then going, Hey, I could use this popularity to sell some shit. Yeah. But yeah. So I'm enjoying the book so far, man. Uh, I've listened to it. You know, it's real short read. I listened to it a couple times through while I'm uh, while I'm running and shit. So I'm gonna continue doing that. And next week, I guess we'll probably finish out talking about it. But I got, yeah, I got I got some zone training coming this week, so I'll I'll probably finish it up and get through it. There you go. It's a good it's a good one too. Like it, obviously, we're listening to the audio book. Um, it's a good one for that. Like if you work out while you're listening to stuff, like some stuff is hard to listen to while you're working out, but when it, when it's like motivating yeah. type stuff, a lot of times that's, that's something yeah. I can vibe with while working out. Yeah. For me, if it's like, um, if it's like slow, continuous work, I can listen to a book, but if it's like high endurance, it's, it's gotta be music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, turn yeah. up music. Music. It's got to be music when it's time to turn up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll finish out the book probably next week. I don't know if that'll be the final week of the month. Maybe. Maybe it will. Um, I think. I think so. Maybe. I think this is, either way, this book's short. Oh, my birthday is fucking on Friday. So happy birthday to me, bitches! Oh, happy birthday to you, bitches! Yeah, the old man. Thirty-eight. Oh, thirty-eight. Yeah, dude, thirty-eight's like the new, like twenty-four. I don't know. I only feel thirty-eight, man. That's why I'm twenty-four. Do Do we ever feel like? I always wonder now. Like the older I get, like does my does my grandparents feel like they're fucking sixteen still? Like I do. No. You know what I mean? Do they? Like, I I always think back. Like I think back to like when my dad was my age, and I remember he went on this 
on his trip, right, where he was, he was going to the gym and he lost 40 pounds. And my, and my dad uh, always been an obese individual, okay? Uh, and now when he went to the gym, he was lifting, he, or he wasn't lifting. I don't know what the fuck he was doing because I was a little kid. I was at home. I remember he was going to the gym, but he'd always come home with McDonald's. That's like the guy's kind of downfall. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, I wonder if my dad was just in there fucking killing, like, my dad was like, 300, I wonder if he's like a super heavyweight powerlifter and I just didn't know and he's just fucking squatting 650 for fucking rest. I just didn't right. know. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think, I think that's funny, man, because I, I think about that a lot when it comes to age. Like, I think about my parents, what, what they were like at my age, how I remember them when I was a kid. And it was like, well, honestly, this is a horrible age for my parents. Like, my dad was, like, in, in the middle of fucking smoking crack. <laughs> like, like, but but I think back to that, and I'm like, man, like, it actually makes me feel like, well, shit, man, I could, like, no matter what's going on in my life, I could be fucking up like that. Like, you know, I know that my, my, yeah, my dad is like, the hyper-religious cult thing. Uh-huh. Like, a couple, I think I talked about that before. There's been a couple of different super christian religious cult things where I'm like, I'm kind of probably lucky to be alive, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think about that all the time, though, man. Like, uh, you know, the, hey, yeah. with each year that passes, I'm like, ah, I remember when, when looking at my parents at this age. For one, you thought they were old as fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, man, my parents are old, but, like, you're here I'm, now, and it's like, shit, this doesn't feel, like, old. Does this feel I know, old? I'm like, I got way too much swag to be old. Got me fucked up. <laughs> yeah, just too much, like, I don't know. I just don't feel like what you thought of as, like, a parent or, like, a middle-aged person when you were a kid. Like, they always seemed like, I, I felt too silly to be fucked up. You know what I mean? In my mid-30s. I feel way too yeah. silly. Yeah, I feel like I'm still cool because, like, my son shares my shit. <laughs> like, my yeah. son will share my memes. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, still on the, I'm still on the team. All right, yep, I still got my finger on the pulse. <laughs> my niece sends me memes, you know, like, all right, I'm still part of the gang a little bit. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, I'm just a cool uncle. Okay, so, um, so you feel like you're pretty fast or what? No, dude, I'm not fast, but I'm down for whatever. Can we hold on? Can we talk about last week's fucking challenge oh, real quick? Oh, I bet. Yeah, did okay. Okay, I thought I was tough. <clears throat> um, I did it all. Just did it. Just let's go. I, I showed up at the gym and just didn't leave until it's done. It took me. You know, I want to say like eighty, ninety minutes. Okay. Yeah. So wait, wait before. Uh, so everyone knows we're talking about the K Day Challenge, which I issued last week, and it, it's like a thousand reps of ten different. It's it's a hundred reps of ten different exercises, and you have all day to do it. You don't have to do it all at once. But Jesse wanted to uh, punish himself, I guess. <laughs> I just didn't. Ha- I just didn't have to. I had this time is my train time, and that's what I could do. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I got. You know, that's just what it is. That's when, uh, you know, my wife was taking the kids to their dads and uh, I was doing my thing. And, you know, so I had, this is when I had time. I had time to do it. So how'd that, <laughs> how'd that work out for you? How'd that go? That was rough, dude. Uh, yeah. I start. I started with, like, the things that I knew I could do fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I cracked off 100 push-ups. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, right? A uh, hundred air squats, pretty quick. Um, did a hundred uh, walking lunges, pretty fast. Then um, I did the sit-ups and the ab rollers. Mm-hmm. Back to back, which is a mistake. Yeah, uh, I didn't say that. Yeah, that's by the end of the like, oof. Okay, that was a little rough. And then um, I forgot that there was burpees until I was done with all that. I was like, fuck, shit, done the burpees first. Oh, that, yeah, that, that's like your downfall, too. You hate burpees. I hate burpees and I hate pull-ups. And I ended up doing, um, I, I left, I, okay, so I, I grabbed some um, uh, 25-pound dumbbells. And I, I got those done pretty, like, I do like a couple pull-ups as I could go. And I did them all, like, CrossFit-style pull-ups pretty much. Um and I was just keep, keeping track of those, counting them down from 100. And then um, I do, I, I got those done, and I was doing like that and back and forth with all, all the dumbbell stuff with the overhead ones. And I, I could kill all like 100, you know, the bicep curls like, in the overheads. I killed those. That's like in my wheelhouse, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up just having to 
having to just cut out. Like, is you know the the pull up sucks when you're looking forward to the burpees, right? True. <laughs> the, yeah. And when I got done, I was never so fucking happy as when I got done with that last pull. Fuck, fuck that. And then I had like 40 burpees left, and I, I did those in two sets and just smashed them out. And I was like, fucking thank God that's done. But then I also, after that, um, after I recovered for a couple minutes, I did um, I did some face pulls to get my back a little more, you more, uh, more action. Your yeah, back needed a little more action after a hundred pull-ups and a hundred um, dumbbell uh, rows. No, the, the the rhomboids. Got you. The well, rhomboids and rear delts. Well, look, man. So you completed all thousand reps, then? Yeah, and it's hard. Okay. Well, you ran three miles on top of that workout, though, too, didn't you? I did. Yeah. What I did, the way I broke it up, is. My plan was to break it up into uh, segments throughout the day. So I was going to do like half of it during the day and half of it in the evening. Um, what I did was like I had a, a run planned. So what I did was I would just like run like a half a mile and then knock out 25 of each thing. Oh, nice. And, and then I'd run half a mile and knock out 25. Um, it, it's nice because it gives you a little break in between. So like the it's not like the muscles aren't so weakened that it's hard. It's actually pretty easy to do it that way. So I knocked all that shit out then. Um, and all I had left to do was pull-ups, burpees, and walking lunges, right? Yeah. Um, uh, wait, wait. Pull-up, burpees, walking lunges, and the rows. Okay. So... I, I did all that and I I took a break, whatever, went on with my day. And then my wife's car broke down. She was like out of town and her car broke down. And oh, so, wow. yeah, but she kind of figured out whatever. And she ended up coming back, but she was super late. So I was like super late leaving for work. But I was like, I still got these fucking 400 reps to do. <laughs> so I drove over to my, to my kid's school. Um, where they have monkey bars and shit like that. And I'm like, oh, I'll knock out the pull-ups here and, and just knock it all out real quick and then go to work. So, yes. <laughs> right. But it's dark by this point. It's like yeah. 7 o'clock at night. Um, so I'm over at the school in the dark, which is kind of a weird thing. Um, I'm, yeah. doing, I'm doing pull-ups <laughs> on a basketball rim. It's a, it's like a low-set basketball yeah, rim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And... Uh, I'm doing the walking lunges and shit. And like, I'm realizing that that these pull-ups fucking suck. Like I'm usually the pull-up guy, but I fucking was, uh, I was sucking real bad at at pull-ups. And, um, I I knocked out everything else, um, except the pull-ups. And I still had like 60 pull-ups to go. Cause I was, I was struggling, dude. Right. So now I'm down to doing them like five at a time. Do like five at a time, taking a rest five at a time. And then yeah. um, I get, so around the kid's school is like a neighborhood. There's like all these houses, right? And some of them, like they have their back doors open and shit and their windows open. You can hear the families in there watching TV and talking and shit. And I'm out there like sweating in the middle of the night at the kid's playground. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. So the people are probably looking at me like, what the fuck's this guy doing? Um, so, so I'm like, I got, um, 60 pull-ups in and I, I was barely able to do any more pull-ups, but I was like, I'm going to stay here till I get these motherfuckers. Um, and then like my next rep of pull-ups, I start to hear police sirens. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, Oh shit. Somebody done seen a fucking guy hanging out at the school in the middle of the night being weird. And they call the cops. So, so the, the I hear sirens coming towards where I'm at. I'm like, oh fuck, I better get out of here. Like, I better just go. This is gonna be weird. The cop showed like, what are you doing? Uh, uh, Pull ups. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. So I'm like, ah, fuck it. Um, so I left. Um, I, I don't know. It just felt like an awkward situation to be in. So I just left, and um, and I was like, I'll figure out how to do it at work. I'll, I'll figure out a place to do pull ups. Well. Long story short, I did not find anywhere to do the pull-ups. I tried to do them on, like, a mirror, one of the truck mirrors. No, it ain't happened. I busted my knee on the fucking side of the truck. I was like, fuck that. So 
long story, really, really long story, um, not so short. I got 970 com- reps completed. I didn't did not complete the challenge. My my body's sore, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Like, how yeah. are you feeling now? I'm pretty I'm pretty beat up. Like this morning, I was not was not I was hurting. As I ran five miles yesterday, and um, that's some kind of workout. I don't remember I, did, I was throwing around some weights, nothing crazy. I'm doing just some, you know, whatever. Just trying to move more buffer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm doing some shoulders, um, some something little, nothing big. And then I ran five miles. Oh, this is a funny story. So I I, I switched um, from this keto to trying to be. I'm more of a, a bodybuilder type diet, right? Uh-huh. So I got my my protein powder. Started drinking protein shakes. That shit makes my farts smell like something died in my asshole. Yeah, that, I think that's pretty universal, man. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> so, got nasty protein farts. And so I'm leisurely running these five miles, as you might have seen on my story, <laughs> dude. I and the owner of the gym's wife is is a very nice lady. Is right next to me. Oh man! <laughs> and I, I, I'm just, I can't help it, man. It's ripped ass, and it, and I turn my the fan on, and the fan on the treadmill next to mine on full blast, trying like. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah. look over. I said, man, I'm sorry. I just, tra- I switched protein powders, and I don't even know. I'm so sorry. She just looked at me and said, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Top shelf ass ripping. It was horrendous. Ugh. I, yeah, I'm glad, dude. I'm, I'm glad we don't work out together. I'm <laughs> cool. Yeah, that. man. Yeah, uh, that was rough. I'm about to buy some gas sticks. I think my body's getting used to it though. But I buy this whole big old jug of shit. I'm gonna drink it all. Get these dude, I had a similar experience, right? Like, um, it wasn't me though. Like, I went to work out. My father-in-law is like a fucking workout alcoholic. Like he. He does. He's a a race walker, right? No um, way. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's a race walker, like legit. That's awesome. Yeah, I, so, I know what it is. So, um, if people don't know what it is, it's just super fast walking. Like, it's like running, but you can't bend your knee. Right. Exactly. Um, but he's been doing this for years. Like he was and, actually. And, he was, and if uh, you do bend your knee, they take seconds off your speed. Yes. He, he was actually. This guy was actually like invited to be on the Olympic team back in the like eighties. So, like, did you know there was an Olympic race walking team? I didn't, but I was. Just... <laughs> there is. <Yeah. laughs> okay, so listen. So right. he also like he lifts weights and shit daily, right? Like he's yeah. a workout alcoholic. Yeah, um, sure. yeah, and so I remember I was living with my wife before she was my wife and my father-in-law, and one day he was like, "Hey, why don't you come to the gym with me? We'll go over to the school and lift weights in, in the weight room." And this dude had the worst fucking vegan uh, farts. Like it was so, like he was like he was like a uh, really into like I don't know if he was vegan, but it was like mostly plant based. Yeah, yeah. And um, it, it was like the worst experience ever working out. We were in this little tiny like school weight room, right? And he just keeps busting ass the whole time. I'm like, oh my god! I came home. I was like, Eva. She's like, I know, I know. <laughs> like, dude, like usually there's nobody in there. So I'm just like, turbo boosters let the first rip. But I was like, so, dude, like, and like a little fart. I don't care. But like, dude, it was like full on, like clear the room out. And I just. I felt so bad because she was giving me that look like where he, not me, but she was like FaceTiming somebody because like, you know, they're like bodybuilders. So they just walk on the treadmill and I'm in here like getting it, you know, I wasn't getting it. I was doing like nine and a half minute miles, like you uh-huh. know, just good pace, right? Like we're jogging, had the, had the running shoes, doing the thing. And she's like FaceTiming somebody talking and I'm just uh, letting them go, dude. And I just, I just had to tell her like, yeah, like, I'm not going to just sit here and not acknowledge that I just fucking made the room smell like a fucking butcher shop. Like, <laughs> wow. So anyway, uh, well, I, I have a I, feeling I, you're about to issue some sort of uh, sprinting challenge, some sort of fast running challenge. So yeah. what do you got? How, you feel fast? But... No, no, I don't feel fast at all. But I got uh-huh. you. Bring it. Um, I just want to see how fast you can run a mile. 
So we're gonna fastest mile. We're gonna see who runs the fastest mile. Yeah, I think I'm gonna smoke. It has to be outside on a track with a stopwatch. On a track? Yeah. It can't be on the street. Nah, because then that that gives you allowances for like traffic and shit. Now you gotta go to the school track. You gotta run that run that motherfucker with a stopwatch. Four laps. Okay. It has to be pretty specific because I know sometimes when I be running in the street, like I'll stop my little timer and then that gives me a break to get my lungs back. True, true. And, that, and nah, we're doing this shit, no stopping. We're gonna okay. get it. I, 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 I'm, I'm thinking, I'm predicting somewhere in like the the low sevens for me. Okay. Well, I what know that think? I don't know what my fastest mile is. Uh, I do know that my fastest five k. It's 25 minutes. Um, so that comes down to what, like eight, uh, about, about an eight minute per mile. But I, yeah, I'm sure I could turn it up from that. That's a three mile run. So yeah, yeah I, I, think, got, I, I got, think I can get in the sevens for sure. What was it that I had got this week that I was super proud of? It was a 22, almost 23 minutes. And I got 3.1 miles. Yeah, that's a that's a fucking five k, bro. Yeah, fucking yeah. That's pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. That's that's faster than my five k for sure. So I was just showing off because there's a big bodybuilder in there in this girl that I that I work with. They'd call me fat when I was fat, and so I had to show her that I'm not fat. She like on the treadmill next to me. I was like, yeah, you want to see fat? (laughs) (laughs) Like like I might be fat, but I can run a fucking fast ass five k. Yeah, no, I mean, like, since then, you know, it's water under the bridge, where it's yeah. still, like, you know, one of them little, little digs that you do, they just stick with you because they're, like, my insecure person. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had this dude on my wrestling team uh, when I was, uh, like, 10th grade, and I remember I, I was talking to my buddy, and I was like, dude, I think I'm going to try to lose weight and get down into that. At the time, I was in, like, uh, what they considered heavyweight class. Um, okay. But it was basically, I weighed, I think, about 190 pounds at the time. Um, and it sucked because I had to wrestle all these big-ass dudes because yeah. they were in a heavyweight class, and they were all, like, 215 and bigger. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah. So I uh, I was like, dude, I got to get out of fucking weight class. I was like, yeah. uh, so I told my buddy, I'm like, I'm, I think I'm going to try to get down to a 171 weight class. And uh, this this big guy on the team, he's one of the heavyweight wrestlers. And he comes over to me, he goes, delusions of grandeur, my friend, you will never lose the weight. You will only get bigger. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah, He told me that. And, uh, that, that that lit a fire under my ass. (laughs) Yeah. I would never forget that for a week. I will never forget that. Never forget that. I still, I still quote it to this day. I'm petty as fuck. Like I'll hit up my buddy and be like, Hey, remember when George said that shit? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you should find him on Facebook unless you're still friends with him. Just be like, "Visions of grandeur, my friend." You know, what are you talking about? Yeah, of grandeur. It's funny because yeah, people they they probably don't even remember the insult, but like to me, it was fucking yeah. like, damn. Yeah, like this said from middle school that I I, I had to dwell on. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the person that did it does not even remember doing. Oh yeah, yeah. My high school principal told me I was gonna end up just like my brother in prison. Uh. And, and never accomplished anything with my life. Like, that's literally what he told me. He was like, yeah, you, you're going to end up just like your brother. You're not going to graduate high school. You're going to end up in prison. I was like, oh, really? Watch this, motherfucker. So, yeah. 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 Uh, I make a business of proving people wrong. I enjoy it. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. I think that uh, I'm, I'm excited to see how, like, I, I've been curious about how fast I can run a mile. So now I'm gonna fuck around and find out. Yeah, so, let's do it. What are you calling this challenge? Did you even name it? Um, I I'm I was gonna call it Jesse's faster than Brett challenge. <laughs> Jesse's faster than Brett challenge. But what if it? What what if Brett's faster than Jesse? We gotta change the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna change the name? Hey, let's let's just call it. I'd walk a mile. All right, like the old camel. Uh, like the old camel. Uh, uh, I'd walk a mile. I'd run a mile. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, because you know, like the old camel is, uh, I'd walk a mile for a camel cigarette, right? Yes. Like, yeah, I remember yeah. that. I remember that. So it's called that. 
Okay. I, I, I should. I didn't think of a clever name. Usually, I can come to call clever names, but I'll tell I you just, what. Here, listen. I'm gonna give you. This is fine because I'm not gonna post it until probably tomorrow or any, or something. So why don't you come up with a name, and then we'll just put it on. When when I post it, it'll have a name. But right now, it's just right. run a mile as fast as you can challenge. We can. Oh, I, know, I, I got one right now. Go run a mile. Run a mile in my shoes challenge. Okay. Boom. That's, right. that's, that, that's that's solidified. Okay. I'm usually, usually pretty good at coming up with little titles. Not as good as you are at coming up with the 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 episode titles. Oh, stop! I know. Stop it! Let's just keep targeting each other's tricks for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's wrap this thing up, man. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. I'll talk to you. Well, I'll talk to you probably tomorrow, but we'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, blessings and. Salutations. Thank you for listening. You can find Brett at the Daily BS on YouTube or the Real Brett Scott on Instagram. Or you can find my ugly self at the underscore Jesse underscore show podcast or the podcast on uh, Instagram. Or you can find the Jesse show on uh, YouTube. And I'm also on Spotify, but my YouTube channel is really hitting, man. If you want to find me, just watch me there. It's very cool. Yes, sir. That's it. Um, also, uh, if you enjoy this podcast, please consider favoriting or following the podcast. That makes a bigger difference. You'll get our episodes yeah. as soon as they release. So, yeah, do that. Favorite or follow the podcast if you enjoy what we do here. And please join in the challenges because we that's our favorite thing is when we hear people go, oh, I'm going to try this or, you know, oh, I did yeah. this yesterday. Like, uh, I love hearing that. That's awesome. Yeah. Kimberly said she's going to actually do this this mile race. So. Oh, cool. um, yeah. Cool, cool. All right. And so, well, and I, I bet Joey's gonna do it too. You know, I'm, I'm gonna recruit some people. I'm sure he will. I'm sure. I'm gonna like race me. I'm gonna race me at the track. There you go. <laughs> Just like a win, because I feel like I'm the only one that really like consistently runs. So it'd be like <laughs> a trophy for <laughs> just being a douchebag. Right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Thank all right, you, everybody. We'll talk to you all next right. week. Later.